and that goes to the next thing talk about brand is your web domain mm. it has to be memorable it has to be think about it don't Does you it? yeah yeah i'm not, like i don't really care about like the web like for instance zoom.us like i don't really care about like the domain like are you hold on, are you talking about dot coms like a dot com no i completely disagree Hello and welcome to the Hustle Over Everything podcast. This is the podcast where we receive stories, tips, and tactics from entrepreneurs who have done it. Today, we're talking about dropshipping. And in today's podcast, you know, we're having a two-part podcast for you, where in part one, we're just going to talk about the overall dropshipping industry, the market, what are the opportunities, what are some pros and cons, and then we're going to interview a professional dropshipper and get his behind-the-scenes story of what it takes to have a seven-figure dropshipping store. So, Owen, would you mind telling the people what dropshipping is? Precisely. I can definitely do that. Let's go. <laughs> so if you're new to dropshipping and you don't really understand what it is, dropshipping is the fastest way for you to set up a business online without really having the product physically at hand. So what you can do is you can work with a supplier. Most of them are in China, uh, some here in Canada and in the U.S., but you can connect your store if you're using a Shopify store, Squarespace, uh, you can create a website and you can use their product to set up your store. So when someone orders a product from your website, essentially what you're doing is you're going to that supplier's inventory and you're placing the order on behalf of the customer and the supplier is going to ship that product to that customer. So you, as the business owner, you are essentially not seeing the product physically. The person who is a supplier is handling everything for you and you just worry about making money and marketing the business and growing the business. So in a nutshell, that's what dropshipping is. It's a fast way to get started, build a business, and also see if the product is worth selling to continue on further with that business. So let's get into the pros and cons yes. of dropshipping. I as have, easy as it sounds, there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons and there's some pros to it, but let's get into it. Number one is little to no inventory. You just talked about it and you can dive deeper here. Yes. The part of it that makes it easy to jump into is little to no inventory. You literally have to have nothing to mm -hmm. get started. So you can be in your pajamas at home, not doing anything, sipping some tea. Yep. You know, what tea do you drink? I drink... Uh, I'm not a tea drinker. Not a tea but, drinker? I mean, I drink some. There's this one tea I love drinking. It's called Bengali Spice. Yes. You know Bengali Spice? Oh, yes, I do. Yes. That's like the it's one tea. Bengal it's Spice. But I, Beng I added Bengali to it just yeah, because yeah. I had a little like a... You know what's funny? My, my family does the same same thing. Bengali? Bengali. Say word. Say exact same thing. Wow. I thought like I was here being unique. I was trying to add a little <laughs> flavor to it. Like, you know, you say Valley Village. We yeah. say Valley Village. Oh, my God. To make it sound a little bit bougie. VV like, where'd you get this Valley Village? You know, yeah, you get me, but man, <laughs> the whole inventory, no having no inventory about dropshipping is the best thing ever, man. Like you literally have no excuse if you're trying to make money and you say you want to start a business. This is the best way you can get started. Like legit, you have no business skills. This is the best way to really test out your ability and your skills to get started. As you said, in your pajamas, you have a MacBook Pro, you have a Lenovo, whatever computer you use. Simply just sign up for one of these e-commerce websites that you can set up a store and you're in business legit. 
and you have a 14 day trial. So the whole no inventory aspect of it is beautiful, but it's also very dangerous at the same time because there's so many products out there you can sell, but the margins and everything, you know, we can get into the margins of it, but it's very competitive to sell these products. So you have to think about it. If the person is giving you the ability to sell it, there's other people <clears throat> who are also selling the product at the same time. So how are you going to differentiate that product on your store compared to someone else who has the same store? Like what's going to make you stand out, which is also con. pardon, which is a con. This is just a con too. <clears throat> yeah. And we'll get into that on the cons list. Number three is ease of testing. Mm -hmm. Ease of testing is simple because you can set up a Shopify store and literally start testing ads for that or test how the website goes in a, a, a simple second. You can try a day, run some money behind it mm -hmm. and see how it goes, yes or no, and cut it or, con or continue to do it. Yeah. It's that simple, mm -hmm. you know. Number four, minimum upfront costs. We already talked about that, so I think everyone is, is on board already. And the next is no logistics needed, Yeah, you know. Um, so with no logistics, of course, what that means is people can easily um, get product shipped to you from China or from where the supplier is. Because some people that are in Toronto too um, are, you know, printful or printify. It's another one that's very big in the drop shipping space. So those are some pros of drop shipping. What are some cons, man? Mm -hmm. You got a few. You got about four here that is super important to think about. Long shipping times man <clears throat> this this is a killer we're talking about starting a drop shipping website in 2022 this is one of those things that we as a like we are shoppers as general people who are living when we buy things these days we have like this expectancy of it arriving immediately right in a immediate I, I say that is in two to three days shipping times because amazon has ruined the game for us so if you're starting a drop shipping website and you're looking to start this pro uh, process, you have to be really clear with your customers that this is going to take a long time. It's one thing to order a product from a website and not being sure how long that's going to be, because if you can bring people to the website, you're also you're always uh, harping on the fact that you want to increase the LTV of that customer. You want them coming back, you want them becoming an advocate of the product. So what are some ways that you can do that? A, if you know that shipping time takes a long uh, is a long process, tell them, hey, this is a long shipping time because we are per se we're taking pre-orders, so you can say we, you can use a pre-order um, front to it and say we're taking pre-orders, so this is going to take a while. You can just say, hey, due to the high demand of people ordering this product, this will take some time for you to receive your product. Either way, you want you want to put it. Crafted in a way where it's honest to the customer that this is going to take a long time. But there's some ways to circumvent these cons at the same time as well. You can say, if this is the product that I'm going to be selling and this is a supplier I'm working with, which other suppliers have that same product that perhaps can send it to me in about seven, seven to 10 days, right? Instead of like 14 days plus, 14 days business days, because if you're using Chinese suppliers, they can take months. There's some horror stories I've seen on YouTube of someone ordering like a product from Alibaba and it took a while for them to get that product, like three months. They even forgot about it. Yeah. Even my sister did the same thing. She ordered like, I think some hair, uh, 
some hair stuff, like some hair extensions. Extensions. Like she forgot about it. Yeah. Right. She comes back from school one day, sees something in the mail, and the mail it, it just smells toxic. <laughs> <laughs> it just smells horrible at the same time. So I'm like, it's like, yo, what is this? I'm like, you got a package? I'm like, did you order? I'm like, no, I don't remember ordering anything. She opens the thing. It's like all this uh I think it was like extensions, something having to do with hair, but it's like wrapped in bubble. It smells like a factory, all these like Chinese wrappers behind it and everything. It just looked like horrible packaging. And there's another thing about at the same time, like if you're trying to create a customer experience, another con to add to that is packaging. If you're trying to impress your customer and make them coming back, do you really want them to have that impression of opening a package and it smells like a factory, some toxic chemicals and whatever coming through like the borders and everything like that. No, you know, so how do we shorten the shipping times? A, find a supplier who works near you or perhaps in like uh, another country, let's say Canada, US. Um, but the other side of that is higher prices you got to pay for a custom, like a domestic product then. Because the reason why you're drop shipping is, you know, the uh, Chinese, they have lower costs. So find a closer supplier, but you're going to have to pay top dollar, meaning that your customer is going to have to pay more to get your product. So you can test out the product, see how many orders you get. Then you can order like maybe two, 300 units of that product. So you can have it in, in your house. So when someone orders it, you can just ship it to them. Now, most definitely to add on to that with long shipping times, if you start getting bad reviews mm -hmm. and start getting bad ratings, your Facebook ad account can get shut down. And yeah. you've gotten your ad, uh, you've had, you've, you've gone through like Facebook, uh, yeah, ad account getting shut down. Like, For what's sure. the process of like appealing that? It takes a long time. You got to go through multiple email chains and talk to people. You know, luckily, I'm an agency partner, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> I don't have to deal with that as much anymore. It's been pretty smooth sailing, but it is something that happens. And I'm very selective with my clientele as well. Mm -hmm. But if you have something that's like a bikini or something like that, and they complain once and they look at your website and see a bikini, you're gone. So, so these, so the way Facebook works, because uh, marketing is one big thing about drop shipping that For you're sure. gonna have to and, do and to we'll get really. There, yeah. to, so, to give an aspect, to give like the way that process works, because some of these products people sell can be banned because people will complain once they get a, they don't get their product, they don't, yeah. uh, they have a bad review. So, how does that work? Is there someone on, on Facebook? Is it like uh, AI that looks at your website and really understands or how do they understand you can't sell this? This is a bad product. You're false advertising. So people be, are aware when they get into this dropshipping business. Facebook gives the customer a quick, like a form of how we'll shop in with your company. Mm. And if you fill that out, if, they, if that form gets filled out in a bad way, yeah. it's over for you. Over. Over for you. Facebook is knocking you out. Your account's getting banned and it's over. It's done. Facebook is that that lethal. Like that lethal. They will cancel your whole business. No problem. Cancel your ad account. Or what they can do too is you can like get permanently banned where your IP address can, cannot create another ad account. If they see your IP address in, in their creating ad account, they're like, you know, like doxy. It's, it's really bad. 
Wow. So they sound like the FBI, man. It's like the, the, the CIA. They're like <laughs> the, the ad CIA. No, it's a real thing. If you <clears throat> go on YouTube and just search up other people's experiences, you'll see that getting ad account ad accounts banned is a regular thing. So what people will do is they'll create um, names in their parents' name and their friend's name and their girlfriend's name and their boyfriend's name just so they can have another ad account. They let their um, their Facebook friends know so they can get like another account to mm. create an ad account off because they'll ban your personal Facebook account to create another ad account. Because let's just take a step back. Every ad account is, has to have a Facebook profile attached to it, mm. right? So if my profile gets banned, I got to go to my mom's. You get me? And that's how that works. So what people do too is they also use VPNs and create a whole other um, profile as well. But if you have no friends, mm-hmm. Facebook won't let you enter the actual ad account because you need to have a certain amount of friends to look like you're a real profile Mm -hmm. to stop people from just scamming and creating a whole bunch of networks of profiles and just going for it. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole um, methodology and like a whole nuanced thing of actually getting your ad account up and running continuously. Some things that you can do if you're really trying to go full force is create an agency ad account or try to talk to somebody to become an agency because we have more benefits than the than the regular day um, advertiser. Mm-hmm. So those are some su- um, suggestions there. But yeah, bad reviews can really harp, like, hurt your business because what some people will do is say, hey, I want to have a legit check on your website and look up Trustpilot, look up um, Google on your business. And if it doesn't come back good, like it's over for you. So one bad review can really ruin a lot, you know? So you really have to be careful with the shipping times because people that's something that people will actually complain about or comment about on another platform, you know? But let's keep it pushing, you yeah? The next thing that's super important is the competitiveness yep. of drop shipping. You know, once uh, someone sees that a product is working, People are swarming around that product. The hardest part about dropshipping is that the ease of entry mm-hmm. is super low. Like the, the barrier of entry, pardon mm-hmm. me, is super low. So it's easy for anybody to like scour the internet and find a product. So you really have to be strategic in how you're finding your winning product. You know, yeah. like we mentioned earlier, going on TikTok and seeing, uh, you know, TikTok will buy, or made me buy it at hashtags. But is that the best way to find something that's unique? Mm-hmm. It's still tough. You know, you really have to find something that's on the trajectory of going up into a population or niche in order to uh, find a winning product. You know, there's multiple ways to go about it. Um, another one that's that we can mention is Jungle Scout yeah. that scours Amazon. And um, I know you mentioned some other ones. I think we got Teve. here. Hmm? I mentioned Teve. Yeah, yeah. mentioned Teve.co. SEM Rush is a big one. Um, let's see what else we got. Google Trends, Google Trends, Uber Suggest, keywords everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good that's a good amount to start with. Yeah. How else can people deal with competitiveness for dropshipping? The best way to deal with competitiveness in dropshipping, especially since everybody's doing the same thing, is you need to create a strong brand behind your product. A strong brand is going to take you a long way. You can have a website selling a women's bra. And I've seen this actually, but the way that they have it set up with the brand and like actually having models and actually showcasing, you know, user generated content behind the product. This goes a long way in actually cultivating trust behind your customers. So if I go to one website, which is selling a what's like a men's item I can think of right now, let's say beard oil or something like that. And it's just like a regular off brand, even if you have like a name behind it, but the way you have set up your website, the way that the, the product descriptions look like, 
the actual someone using, let's say if it's like a video on the website, someone applying the beard oil, uh, a customer like from Instagram having your image of the, uh, the, the image of the product on their hands and them using it. This goes a long way to really showcasing how the product works. So having a strong brand as a dropshipper is extremely important. It's a make or break, especially in, t in this era that we live in right now. People buy from people they trust. And if they can't trust your company, they can't trust your product, then you're not going to get any sales. You mm -hmm. can spend as much money on Facebook ads and all this marketing behind it. But if you don't have real images of people using it, if you don't have good reviews of the product or even having physical images of like the product on the website, because the one thing about dropshipping is I can easily import images from AliExpress and say that is a, as an image, but smart shoppers can reverse engineer the image on Google and actually find that image everywhere. And I actually saw this with one tool. It was a uh, one, a product about, um, it was a, it's a teeth stain remover. Mm -hmm. And it looked like a toothbrush, but at the end of it, it had like a prong to it, like a metal prong, okay. which you can actually like use a vibrator behind it and you can actually just clean the tar off your teeth. Your teeth. So I was like, wow, that's a great product. Me as an entrepreneur, I'm thinking, hmm, I want to sell that. That looks like a product, product that A, it solves a problem. A lot of people would definitely buy this. It looks cute. Like it's pink, blue. Like a lot of girls would want to use this. So what I do is like, okay, let me do check out this website. So I, I got the ad on, on uh, Instagram. I saved the ad and I went to the website later on on my laptop and I just like looked at teeth stain remover on Google. I saw like maybe three, four websites that sell like a similar product. Then I went to AliExpress and then I searched it up and I saw that same product on AliExpress. I'm like, huh, like this is a great product. Like this solves a problem. But the one thing that's company didn't have is they didn't have a great brand they just had a picture of a and this is what this was the dead giveaway they had like the stock image it was like a chinese woman using it and you as a drop shipper like you know okay this is a drop ship product like nothing wrong with having a chinese woman behind it but it just looked too overdone it looked too manufactured it didn't seem authentic enough yeah they'd be looking crazy out here yeah they'd be, yeah, <laughs> they'd like, be like super smiling yeah, it's way too much too much overkill on the, on extra, the energy extra extra i'm like god damn like at least put some effort into like you know hoodwinking me a little bit here you know so that's one thing you can do so if i had that same product i'd have created a great brand out of used influencer marketing get some influences behind this and i uh, use those images on my website with people saying hey this is a great tool this is a great product and then that drives the trust and it drives more purchases down the line. How would you get those these influencers the product? What platform would you use? How would you do that? Uh, today, I'd use a platform like TikTok. Uh, I'd use, I'd get them to use a lot more vertical video. How would you reach out to them on TikTok? Like, what would be the... What, what, what would I reach out? Yeah, like, how would you get those influencers in it? Like, you know, like, let's, let's, let's like walk through it. Walk through it? Yeah. Okay. Huh. So, I'd... Uh, Categorize the influences that I want to use. So this way it would be like in the health and beauty space. I'd see a lot of people who are, you know, talking about image or grooming and especially for women and men's grooming and form relationships with them. I would uh, understand like what their budget is like for, you know, having a post, having a reel and for how long they would keep it up for. 
and then uh, create like a, if they agree to it, I'll create a custom code for these influencers to really understand what, um, you know, who's driving the most traffic and who's driving the most purchases. If I were to be starting right now and I don't have the money for an influencer, I'd create an affiliate marketing program with an influencer. So if they're not, if they're not an influencer who is really expensive, I'll be, hey, do you want to promote this product and I can actually have a revenue sharing with you. So even though like I'm not paying you like $500 for this, you can actually make more money by actually just promoting this code on your YouTube channel, on your TikTok and driving them to that. Because I'm starting out, I don't have 10 grand to pay, maybe let's say 5K for an influencer marketing budget. So why not? not 5K. I mean, like, bro, like if I'm looking to create a splash in there, I need some money in the, to back me up a little bit. No, I would say use Node, bro. No, so you're playing or, or you know, just plug because because you know Node is a client of mine. So it's let me be, you know let me be very transparent. Um, there's several platforms you can use. You can use Node. You can use Influencer Marketing, mm-hmm. um, Influencer Marketing Hub. Pardon me. You can use um, Billow, but yo, know, I've seen horrible Billows. Paid. So I, I gotta keep it a buck. Some billows like like billow. Like, yeah, I think I showed you the billow. You did. Remember the, I won't say the brand name, but the 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 brand that makes jewelry. You know, like a major brand. Yeah, not a major brand. A brand we worked with. You know what I'm saying? We worked with. Yes. The, the photo shoot. Ah. You know what ah, I'm saying? Ah, right. ah, ah. So so <clears throat> they made a billow, and bro, it looked horrible. Oh, you Horrible. showed me. You showed me. Remember the, this now. The, the, the ads. Yeah. Yeah, those were so cringe. It was cringe. Like it my was, skin was crawling. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, get this away from me. You were I'm disgusted. So, to keep it a buck. Like the billows have been absolute trash. Mm-hmm. You know, and for people, the marketing dudes on Twitter. I'm sure it's on Twitter. This part right here, because this is. It was so real, and I, and I keep seeing it consistently. Like the billows, just like they ain't hitting. Really, ain't hitting. Um, wow. but. Of course, everything's hit and miss, you know? Yeah. You can you can win on Fiverr, you can lose on Fiverr. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, let uh, me not completely trash below. But, um, and Node has been good. I've seen actual, like, good things. Good results out of that. So, the way Node works, um, it's very simple. You sign up, you post a Node, which is, like, an a ad for mm-hmm. uh, enforcement marketing, um, product, service, um, or whatever you do. And then you can um, get a Node within, like, two weeks that simple you get a node yeah a node which is like a node is like an enforced marketing thing like whether it be a uh post a video uh, you know, they call the node like it's really interesting how you how you how you, you play, it makes it it's like so you actually post a node which is like the ad for it and then they give a node back which is like the service so, so the, the, the website's full of noters <laughs> you can say that you can say noters <laughs> you know what i'm saying I, or, I need to note it oh my gee you know that i need to google it i yeah, need to note it need to note it note it down that's how you know you have a great brand bro your your brand takes on the actual effect of yeah, the brand where like it's you, like you use a kleenex a kleenex i google it i band-aid it yeah i what's another one we can use i uh you know, the no is a great one. Which one? When you cough and you say Robitussin. It's a Robitussin. Oh, man. You know, or man. take a Buckley's. Like when uh, Dorks was uh, coughing. Sick, yeah. I'm just like, you have Buckley's? Yeah, Buckley's. It tastes, it tastes, it tastes whack, but, but it, it works. works. You get me? So That's a it's fact. a great, like when your brand drives that, like it's even at uh, on a, a Vidyard, mm-hmm. right? You can just send over Vidyard. Yeah. You know, it's like a video. It's, you're not even saying a video. You're just saying it's like a Vidyard and it, 
the meaning for asynchronous video. Yeah, you know what's funny? So like, I did that for both the Loom and Vidyard. I'll send you a Loom, I'll send you a Vidyard. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. They both like got that. Yeah. You know? The brand, like the brand is strong, man. You know, the brand, the brand name is extremely important. And that goes to the next thing to talk about brand is your web domain. Mm. It has to be memorable. It has to be, think about it. Don't Does you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, like, I don't really care about like the web, like for instance, zoom.us. Like, I don't really care about like the domain. Like, are you, hold on, are you talking about dot coms? Like a dot com. No, I completely disagree. Why? Because look at Zoom, for example. The Zoom ends that whole debate. They could have been Zoom.com, but that's taken. So they did Zoom.us. Mm -hmm. And everybody just was like, all right, cool. As long as it, it works, we good, be rocking. But, you know, you have to take in like Zoom as well, too. It's a brand and a platform that you download once. And yeah, but you've gone to it multiple times. Yeah, but once I I have it saved, it's like a it's a utility, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like a brand. It's a it's a it's a utility piece, and I think that differentiates from a lot of things. If it's like a brand, like a consumer marketing consumer marketing brand, mm. um, your brand name matters a lot. Like Zoom, it's we're in a pandemic. We need video. Screw it, I'll use Zoom. No, but like, I think Zoom has great brand uh, has a great brand name. But does Zoom US matter? Definitely not. Like the brand name Zoom, yeah, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. But does the domain Zoom US matter? Nah, not so much. Like it matters when it's a product that or a name that sounds very similar to a lot of other names. You want to have it locked in first so you can actually have that real estate on the webs on the online. Yeah, they're not going to go to like www.alex-sweater-dot-com or they're not going to go to like something that doesn't end into a either a .co.com. So you need to choose a web address that is memorable and you can easily use like uh, GoDaddy, Namecheap as one of those platforms to actually buy these uh, web domains and uh, start your business over there. So thinking about these certain things, it's really important because if you're going into dropshipping as a business, you have to think about it. Like, how long are you in this for? So that's going to dictate what kind of web and kind of brand you choose. That's a fact, fam. So this is part one of the podcast. Let's wrap it up on here. Um, we're going to come back with a guest podcast that dives deeper into dropshipping and what the use case is one thing i actually want to leave you guys on is that dropshipping is a great use case for testing out a product for creating an actual brand and that's one thing i just want to leave you guys on um i hope you enjoyed this episode we're going to see you in part two where we have an interview with a guest diving deep into it can't wait to talk to you the hustle is what you can't control so control your grind and control your life Peace out, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. The conversation continues on our Instagram at 247Hustler. We post very frequently. And be sure to check out our merch at hustleovereverything.co. We have some amazing sweaters, hats, mugs, and a lot more. Lastly, our Proud to Pay program is linked in the description below. Thank you so much for your support. Talk to you next Monday. Peace.